This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. If you were to power rank major life events, where would you rank getting married? It has to be top three, right? At the very least, top five. Your spouse would be super mad at you if you said it wasn't top five. It's a celebration of love. And it's a party with your friends and family. Come on, it's a big deal. A big deal that takes a ton of planning. Let's talk about that with Shiny Saravana Muthu. Hey, good morning, Shiny. Good morning. So we're talking about this for a very good reason, because you have a bit of news to share, and I may have given it away in the intro, <laughs> but what's the news? I got engaged this month. Hey, hey, hey. congratulations, Shiny. That is amazing news. How are you feeling? Good. It still doesn't feel... I'm still not used to saying fiance, if I can say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel you. So I've got a couple specific questions for you, but let's start with a general one. Even though it's super early in the process, how are you feeling about the planning and preparation of this wedding? So you guys know I'm like a little OCD. Um, Let's just say I started planning before (laughs) the proposal happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I started early. I think I started in like June. Yeah. Okay, so you had a sense. You had a sense this was coming down the pipeline. All right, well, let's do a little (laughs) bit of role-playing here. I'm going to pretend to be a nosy relative, Dave Saravanamuthu. So first and Mm. foremost, have you picked a date? Yes, we have. So uh, it's going to be in September of 2023, so next year. Okay, so you've given yourself some time. You've given yourself some run-up. How big a wedding are we talking about? Do you have a number of guests involved? Do you have the number in mind? So uh, get ready to get shocked. So um, as South Asians, we have several days, right? So the actual religious ceremony of us getting married will have about 700 people. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, that's us bringing it down. Uh, Yeah. And the reception, we're going to make it much, much smaller with just intimate, close family and close friends. So even that is still a lot for it. I think we're looking at like 350 for the reception. So. Oh, my goodness. I don't even think I know 700 people. Uh, because come from big families. So yeah, uh, yeah. we got yeah. And, and like I mentioned off the top, it's a big deal, right? A wedding is a big deal. It's an important celebration for families. So you want to make sure people are included. So this is where I think you just identified that with the size and scale of this wedding and the fact that it's going to be taking place over a number of days. Mm-hmm. What's it like going through the venue process? Because you probably have to pick multiple venues. And I've heard that because of the pandemic, there was a lot of postponing of weddings. So venue hunting yeah. has become quite difficult. Yeah, I think we're kind of got lucky because I feel like 2022 is where a chunk of weddings happen because with all the postponing and everything, next year is mostly um, people who got engaged this year. And so that's why we kind of started planning our wedding before he even proposed because we didn't want to lose out on vendors that we really wanted. I think that's the number one tip that I would give 
uh, brides and grooms, obviously you go through to go to other weddings and you realize what vendors you do like and you don't. So if you do want to make sure you get the vendors that you do want, do reach out to them earlier. Like that's what I did. I'm like, well, we're not engaged yet, but like we were pro- we're going to start planning our wedding. How much of a heads up do you need? Or like, how's your next year looking like? So just to get an idea if those vendors are going to be available. So for us, um, we kind of spoke to our main vendors first to see what, dates worked for all of them that they can all be there and also because i'm hindu we actually had to ask the priest what dates works for both of us where the stars align for us to get married so i only had like two possible weekend dates that worked for both of us which that's, happened to be september that's, <laughs> that, that, that's, a, that, available. That, that's a little limiting but i do like that i do yeah. like that hey let's yeah, make sure it's, from it's, an astro- astrological it's, position it's, we're in the right position yeah, so there's a specific time and date that I we we can get married that it works for both of our birth charts. So it's kind of interesting and very limiting, but it's interesting. But yeah, so uh, I definitely would say reach out to your vendors even before you have a wedding day just to get an idea of how their year is looking for when you're planning. What are you thinking about in regards to food? Sit down, buffet, a combination? So in our culture, we do buffet. Sit down does not work with our people. They are they they need their Tamil food. <laughs> they need their brown food. They need their spice, and they like to have variety of different foods to pick at. So uh, definitely doing buffet, uh, and like a cocktail pass around for the cocktail hours. Nice. Yeah, I know. I know not all South Asian cultures created the same, but I went to a Pakistani wedding a couple of years ago, and uh, it was a hybrid of buffet and sit down. That there oh, were nice. certain things being served to you at the table. There were also things that were on the table, but there was also a series of buffets, including a dessert table, which was spectacular, but incredibly overwhelming. It's like 400 people descended upon the table. <laughs> dessert is a key component <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no doubt no doubt about that one uh shiny what about this this is of course one of the great controversies amongst young people like yourself and myself although i'm not really young anymore dj or band dj dj yeah. why why dj i don't know i think it's just because i can know that everyone will like we'll enjoy it. And like, obviously within our community, we have a DJ that we all love. And like, I made sure he was available. My wedding date literally depended on him. Um, and so I, and it's always a good time when like, we know that DJ is there. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident that the, the dance floor will go on till 3 a.m. So we're good. <laughs> uh, Montreal wedding through and through. Yeah. Uh, Shiny, <laughs> are, are you thinking something? I mean, I think this is sort of given away a little bit by the sheer size of this. But are you thinking about something a little bit more formal or something more casual slash do it yourself in terms of maybe the decor and the vibe? Yeah, so I think for me, I, I'm going to go very, I'm a more simple person. I'm not someone that likes things too blingy and extravagant. So I think there might be some DIY. I haven't decided if I want to do DIY centerpieces or just rent them out. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, mind you, I have a lot of tables, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I'm still like in the planning process of those little details, like the decor and stuff, there's still little details to figure out. Uh, my goal is to have most of the big things done by year end. So next year, I don't have to stress and run around in the winter. 
so that is my goal. I'll let you guys know if I keep up with that goal. <laughs> I, I, um, I sent you a note yesterday and I neglected to include this in the note in some areas that I might go with the question. But what are you thinking about in regards to the dress? I imagine, again, across multiple days, that requires sort of multiple dresses. Yeah, so for us, on the day of the religious wedding, I actually have to wear two saris. One that I come in that my parents obviously uh, give to me and I wear on my wedding day. And then we have a part in the religious ceremony where our parents basically wash our hands of our responsibility and give it over to my fiancé and his family. So at that point, they give us a sari, which I have to go and change into, and I have to wear everything head to toe that my uh, fiancé's side of the family gives to me for my wedding day. So I go and change into that, and then I come back and get married. So on the wedding day, there's two saris. There's an outfit for the reception. There's an outfit for the, like the henna night. So in total, minimum four outfits. Minimum. With that much time on your feet, are you allowed any shoe changes in there, or is it going to be all heels all day? Yeah, I probably will wear Converse to my reception under my outfit. That is my plan. <laughs> still having a little bit of that rock and rolling and flair with Shiny, no <laughs> doubt. So, Shiny, those are the questions from my dude brain. You know, at the end of the day, okay. I am still just a basic dude. What did I miss? Mm -hmm. What are the other things that you're considering in this wedding planning? Well, as a cake artist, the cake is very important to me. So that's something I'm going to really, like, focus on the design and make sure. I am not making my own cake. I will not do that to myself. Um, I am going to trust in someone that I have trusted in the years. Um, so that's something that's very important. For a girl, makeup and hair, I, that's like number one, you wanna make sure that's important. Photographer, because that's something tangible that you will have with you for the rest of your life, of your mm. biggest day of your life. Um, always go with someone that uh, you have either worked with in the past or you know, like you can work with and like everyone is comfortable around. I think that's so important just because like we're going to have our parents knowing our parents will be comfortable around the photographer also. Right. So just, um, and I think over the years I've worked with some people. So I've been lucky enough to be immersed in the wedding industry to know who I like working with and who I have a good vibe with, but uh, just do like little mini sessions. If you want to get to know uh, which photographer you even like, if you've never worked with any in the past, just to get an idea of how you work and vibe with the photographer and then decide for a big day because they, they can be costly. So just work on mini sessions before you book your big photographer. Shiny, you mentioned something there, and I do have to apologize that I've never been able to tangibly connect these dots because I knew you were a cake artist, and I know that your Instagram is awesomely filled with your cake creations. <laughs> I didn't put together that you've probably been asked to design some cakes for weddings before. Am, am, yeah. I, am I wrong on that assumption? Or like, did I totally oh, yeah, miss I have, out on that? I have. I, have. I've, I think I've at least done 20 wedding cakes, minimum. Do you think yeah. that experience of being around so many weddings, whether it was sort of so tangibly or so present, has given you almost like a, an inside scoop of what you want to do with your own wedding? Yeah, and I think I've been so lucky that I've got to work with so many other wedding ben vendors when I go set up cakes or like go to meetings with the, the bride and groom and stuff that I've been lucky in that sense that I've. I know a lot of vendors for the wedding, so I'm very grateful for that. So kind of a one-up in that sense. So yeah, and obviously 
do's and don'ts of what I would like for decor because I get to see the venues when I go drop off the cake. So mm. that's awesome. <laughs> one more question here, and then I'll then I'll let you go because I know you actually have work today. It's not just hanging out talking weddings with me. I'm not just doing a little <laughs> wedding talk with Dave, uh, nosy relative Dave Saramatamuthu. Uh, <laughs> are you guys going to hire a wedding planner or a wedding uh, coordinator the day of? Because I've been on weddings that have done either side of that, and I feel like the ones that had a wedding coordinator had things go a teensy bit smoother. Yeah, definitely for the religious ceremony, I will have a coordinator because I need some, I need a third party there to guide the relatives and the the adults because they won't listen to us younger kids. <laughs> so I need someone to like guide to be the third person so they'll listen to them. So I definitely have that, and I have an MC event coordinator for the reception because that also is very needed. Mm. Well, so they do a lot of work. <laughs> well, shiny, congratulations again. This is really wonderful news. I'm sure we'll be checking in with you and updating throughout this process, yeah. providing you're comfortable with us doing that. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we wish you a wonderful work day. All the best to you, and we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. Yes, sounds good. Take care. That is Shiny Saravanamuthu. You'll hear from Shiny again in a couple weeks for the Montreal Community Report. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.